Hello, this is Aubin Palmer, and welcome to Everyday Thriving, success in your business and life for moms. I know you want to have a business for a reason, and I'm here as a certified life coach to help you make your business not only work, but thrive, in a way that helps all of your life thrive as well. Each week, I will share with you some of the mindset and tools I have learned and lived to help you find clarity, make more money, feel confident, and own your time each day. Let's go. Hello, it is Aubin, and I am so excited again to be with you this week. I have been interviewing people lately, and I'm very selective in who I interview because I want the best people that I know will help you and help you find your best self in running your business, find answers and clarity and direction, and to show up. And today I have a good friend and EFT coach, Karina Biesinger. Hi, Karina. Hi. Thank you so much for being here. And she has been doing tapping and so much more work for over 12 years. She knows the stuff. She's an expert. And I have worked with her. I know what that she knows what she's doing. And so I invited her here today to talk with you, to help you to know what tapping is, why it works, and to actually experience it, being guided by her here at the end. So this will be such a good introduction for you to what tapping is if you've heard of it not really sure what it is have done it and just want to understand it better this will be so good for you today so with that karina what is tapping and why does it work can you give us some background to what it is i would love to thanks for having me on Aubin. i always yes. love being with you yes thanks. amazing coach i've worked with her also and just have absolutely loved your gifts and everything that you've done for me. So thank you. Oh, thank you. Yes, of course. So I got introduced to tapping over 12 years ago. I was going through a divorce. I had three small children and my goal and intention was really just to heal and to become the best version of me and the best mom I could be. And it resonated so deeply and it helped me so much and was so effective that I decided to become certified and went through a basic and advanced course, got certified and I've been doing it ever since. That's awesome. Yes. It was such a blessing. And I feel like it has truly continued to bless my life all these years to this day and all of my clients that I've worked with over the years. And it was originally founded by Gary Craig, and I'm so blessed to be in his, um, a member of his advanced training right now. So he actually has two modalities, EFT and OEFT. Okay. So I'm mastering those, and it's been amazing to learn directly from him as well. He, he developed this modality, emotional freedom techniques. EFT or the nickname tapping yeah, in the eighties. So it's been around for a little while and it has been studied particularly with uh, war veterans with PTSD. Oh, wow. I didn't know it was used for even such serious stuff as PTSD. That's, that's awesome. Yes. The beautiful thing with EFT is it can be used on anything. So it can be used on 
really traumatic memories. It can be used on belief systems. It can be used on physical ailments and discomforts and pain. It has such a, an amazing, it's just really one of the most effective modalities that I've ever come across. I do other modalities as well, but this one is just, I, I feel like it's really kind of a good middle ground because uh -huh. maybe for some people, some of the modalities I do are more woo woo <laughs> yeah. and EFT is much more established in even like Western medicine. Now it is tapping on acupressure, acupuncture points. So yeah. it's got that Eastern base, but a lot of Western medicine doctors have actually implemented EFT as well, because it is a little bit more of a practical tool as well. I love that. And it's, I love um, anything that combines all the knowledge that we have about the human body. And for anyone that doesn't know exactly what tapping is, how would you describe the actual action of what you do in tapping in like a nutshell? Since we're audio here, how would you describe like how many fingers you use and the different, you said acupuncture points, but like what kind of spots are you tapping on and why? Mm -hmm. So if we go through, actually, if you don't mind, I'll go to some of the preliminary work prior to okay. the, yeah. and then the points. Does that work? Yeah. Okay. Wonderful. So the goal we, with EFT is that we are tapping into your body, like a computer system okay. We're into your subconscious, because that's where all of these memories and what you made them mean are stored in your belief mm -hmm. systems, right? They're all stored in there. And sometimes it's a little difficult to access them or to even know what we're dealing with. Right. So what we're doing when we're tapping on these points is we're actually tapping on these endpoints of energy meridians in the body, tapping into your body, like a computer system, pulling what's stuck in the subconscious to the conscious mind so that we can process them in a healthy way, we can reduce or eliminate the emotional charge, and then we can make reframe it and make it mean something that we want it to mean. Now, this doesn't mean that we, we're not taking away from the wisdom and the experience that we have, but we're putting our kind of our spirits and our higher selves back in charge because we have this awareness yes, ability to move through what we've experienced to empower ourselves and to put ourselves back in the driver's seat. And so what we initially want to do that's very, very helpful is make a list of memories that have an emotional charge for you yeah. and break that emotional charge zero to 10, 10 being the highest kind of like yeah, I know you were a nurse and yeah, the still, pain scale zero to 10. Yeah, yeah the pain scale, right? <laughs> zero is like, oh, it doesn't bother me at all anymore. Right. And 10 is it's, it's really intense. Mm -hmm. And when we make this list, we write it. This gives our brain some evidence so that when we check back in later, after we've done some rounds of EFT, we can see, oh, our number went from an eight to a four. Yeah. And you know how it works with the human mind. Everything's so subtle. We, we, we process and then we're just, boom, we're moving on to the next thing. What's the next thing we got to fix. Right. 
Yeah. I will say we're not trying to fix you. You don't need to be fixed. We don't need to be fixed. This is just an awareness and acceptance and a processing. Yes. I love the word processing, especially with context of emotions, because as I've studied thought work and mindset work, part of my favorite part of learning that was the emotional processing and recognizing that we as humans tend to hold on to our emotions and bury them subconsciously, like you were saying. And I've seen that we avoid them, we resist them and we react to them. Those are the three common ways we handle emotions, which then just builds up all this physical energy in us. And that's why it hurts because it's there. It's not being processed. So that is why I like loved reaching out to you and getting to know you and working with you because I love learning more ways to process emotions and to feel okay. And I love that you said it's not fixing such the same vibe as I have. We are humans. We are beautiful. This is part of the human experience, but it's understanding the human experience with emotions better and working with it instead of fixing it we're healing, we're aware, we're using our power as humans. And emotions is one of our biggest powers as humans, I believe. And embracing all of the emotions has empowered me so much. And using this tapping has helped me do that. So I love what you're saying so much. I love that. Thank you. Yes, I agree. You know, the word that kept coming to me is transforming, you know, yeah. We're kind of taking these experiences, we're, we're pulling the wisdom from it and we're transforming into something greater, you know, that synergy we're, we're using it for our good. And also as I've gone through this journey, I've really found that it's okay. And even what we want to be angry sometimes. You know, we find out that someone we love is being abused. We don't want to be happy about that. Right. We want to be angry about that, but we don't want it, that anger to rule us and to yes. take over, right? Right. It, this just helps you keep the level that you want to keep, right? Mm -hmm. and, and we can have all these things be a part of us and we can hold space for all, all of these parts of us, grief and anger and sadness and disappointment and happiness and joy yeah. and bliss and all of it. Right. Because we're going through all these experiences and some of these experiences, we don't actually want to be happy about. Exactly. And when we say it, of it's just like so obvious, like, well, yeah, of course I don't want to be happy about everything. But if you ask the average person, like, I just wish I was happier. I just want to be happy all the time. And we don't realize that that's not actually what we're looking for. We're just wanting some peace with those uncomfortable emotions, which is what I love to call negative emotions, uncomfortable ones like anger and frustration and shame. Those are pretty uncomfortable, but finding some healing and processing of those emotions can bring peace. Even though it was still okay that you felt those, you can work with them. It's not, to be happy all the time at all. Yes. I love that. And I, I love to just consider emotions information. Yes, exactly. It's giving, it's giving me some information. And when we allow ourselves to numb escape or repress our emotions and, 
and we don't hold space and compassion and openness to them, then we actually miss the information. And that's why a lot of times we see these patterns occurring over and over in our lives, because it's this signal saying, Hey, I'm trying to give you information, Mm -hmm. but you're not gathering it. So let's try this way. Right. And sometimes those patterns will continue to come in more extreme ways until we really listen and gather that information. Yes. And I love applying this to business. Sometimes people are like, why do you want to talk about emotions when we're talking about business? Business should just be strategy. Not at all. You're a human running a business. And the number one obstacle people often have in running their business is the emotions, the the fear of lots of things fear being like one of the biggest emotions people let trap them but it could be fear of rejection fear of shame fear of failure and being okay with fear of anything and not that it's gone but being okay with it and working with it is how i have moved my business forward and how i love to help my clients because nothing is wrong that you feel fear that's human let's work with it let's process it let's feel it And then you can still do things, even though that's there, but it's not as crippling. I feel when you're aware of it and work with it, like, like you're describing. Exactly. And, and it's so true, right? You and I are both in business and how many times are the things that are coming up for us in our business actually connected to memories of experiences that we've had, which is where EFT comes in. So we're, we're looking at this flower garden and we're we're seeing all these weeds and there's these beautiful, vibrant flowers in between the weeds, but we can't see them. The weeds are so overgrown. They Mm -hmm. haven't been, they haven't been, you know, really processed or looked at, or we haven't gathered the information and they're blocking the vibrant flowers. And so with EFT, we're just taking one at a time and just saying, however, we're taking one at a time, but there is a process where as we really get down to the root of this belief system, sometimes we can actually collapse multiple things at once, emotions and even memories and belief systems. When we get to the right ones, Mm -hmm. it makes it easier to release and process the other ones. Which so, makes total sense because things are often so connected. It's we like to like narrow it down to one emotion, but they're all very correlated with the cycle of what came first, the thought or the feeling. That's the big debate in the coaching world, but they just play off each other. It's like the chicken and the egg. And so that makes sense that when you work on one, it would help others because they are correlated and affect each other. Exactly. So working on things that maybe seem unrelated to business can very much be related to business. Yes. And I love that so much as a life coach and business coach. Sometimes my sessions will have nothing to do with business and it will take their business so much further because it's what these traumas, past experiences they're stuck in, big or small, can really be what's stopping you in your business. So I love that you said that because that is so true. I have seen that for sure. Yes, I love it. So with this list, we, we write the memories that maybe even recur in our minds or, and maybe they don't, maybe you start with something more recent and you work your way back. You can do a lot of different things with this list. And this is where 
you know, working with a practitioner is helpful because sometimes we've repressed memories or we've kind of lost touch with, with some of the things going on within us. And, and so, you know, practitioner facilitator can help you with this. However, you can get started on your own. If you're just listening to this podcast and you want to get going, you can even just start with placing your hand over your heart and maybe even a hand over your stomach and you've got your heart chakra and your solar plexus chakras there and, and just tuning in and listening to what comes to you. And a lot of what I teach is learning to listen and tap into the inner wisdom within you. It's there. Sometimes we just need a facilitator to help. So we make this list and, and, and you rate it like we talked about, and then we can talk about the tapping points. So the first tapping point is the karate chop point. It's on the side of your hand and it's where you would karate chop something. It's that fleshy part, the second, the bottom half of your hand. And I like to use four fingers. The thing to remember with EFT is that it is flexible. It's a bit flexible with some of this. So it doesn't actually super matter how many fingers you're, you're using or even how many times you tap on each point. I like to shoot for around five to seven times, but again, it's okay if it's not perfect. And especially if you're a beginner and you're just learning this for the first time, I prefer to invite you and encourage you not to get caught up in all the details, because if it discourages you from doing it, I'd rather you do it wrong yeah, than not do it at all. Right. I love that. It will still actually help you, even if you're quote, doing it wrong. So tapping on that point, we have a setup statement. So as you've done your list, you're going to try to get as specific as you can. So when I was in second grade, my teacher made fun of me in front of the class. And I currently feel fear of public speaking or something like that. Mm -hmm. Um, So getting as specific as you can with, with the memory and even you can write down the different aspects or emotions attached to that memory and your mind as you're tapping will actually start pulling up other memories since then that have contributed to the evidence in your brain that you have this emotion, you should have this fear. So we're tapping on that karate chop point. And we're saying, even though I had this fear of public speaking from when I was in second grade and my teacher made fun of me, I deeply and completely love myself, accept myself and forgive myself. And you're tapping on this point as you're saying this. And then as we go through these points, we can, now that we've kind of set that up, we can say less words because I realize that's a lot of words. Um, And so we're going to go to the next point, which is in the top of the head in the center. And again, I like to use four fingers and just tapping there, fear of public speaking. So, or whatever emotion you've got going on. So from this point on, I'll just say the emotion and you're going to insert the actual specific emotion. Then we're going to go to the beginning point of the eyebrows. I like to use both hands if it feels intense, but you can use your left hand on one side. You can use your right hand on the other side, or you can use both. So insert your emotion here. And then we're going to the end point. I like to take a deep breath. In through the nose, out through the throat. And this is the end point that we're tapping on. End point of the eyebrows. And then we're going under the eye, about where your eye bone is there. 
and tapping several times there. And then maybe even as you're tapping, you're thinking of a different aspect or emotion. If that one feels like a priority, go ahead and move to that. And you can even take note of your original emotion and move back to it later. And then you're tapping under your nose. And I usually use two fingers here just because it's a smaller area, but again, doesn't really matter on your chin, just below your lips. And then you're going to move down to find your collarbone and about an inch below that, just tapping on both sides, thinking about your emotion and just really tuning into it, bringing it back up, letting it bubble to the surface. And then for women about where your bra strap hits under your armpit, several inches below your armpit for men tapping there. And then you do it all over again. So just keeping track. If you do segue to a different aspect or emotion, or if you do go to a different, um, memory, just take a little note and keep track and then check in on your number as you go. And you can even just do two rounds if that's all you have time for. Mm -hmm. That's and it's beautiful. Do you, do you do this a lot yourself? Just like when you're feeling an emotion, like to help yourself work through it, is it something like someone could just like learn these points and just use frequently throughout the day or life if they just needed it really quick when they're just in the moment? Definitely. Yes. I actually like to do this in the shower as like, creating a habit, mm. I like to do my healing awareness work in the shower. So I do a lot of visualization and other modalities and tapping as well. And so, but I will tap for various things throughout the day. You can use it for anxiety. You can use it yeah. even resistance. What if you're saying, I have this emotion, but I really don't want to feel this emotion and I'm resisting yeah. emotion. You can even tap on, I'm feeling really resistant right now. You can literally tap on anything. I have a pain in my, the left side of my neck, but I love myself. I accept myself. I yeah. forget that's awesome. I love that you mentioned it, that it's kind of like part of your daily routine for self-care and using something like the shower is a great way to make it a habit to just, you don't forget. It's just something you do every day. And this is like, my passion is like daily consistent self-care that heals and helps you grow to your highest self. When I see anyone talk about self-care as like getting manicures or a facial, I'm like, that's fun, but I don't consider that true self-care that's going to like really change your life. That's what self-care is. It's like helping you be your best self and taking care of your mind, body, spirit, body, all of it. And so you mentioned there's some other modalities. I think this would be a great spot to like kind of share your other ones you use as a daily practice that you really believe are important with tapping as well. Yes. So in this advanced training that I'm in, uh, Gary talks a lot about true forgiveness. And one of the modalities that I got introduced to is Ho'oponopono and it's to make things right. And so basically we're just creating a time and a space to make things right, to release, to let things go, to forgive. And I was even reading this morning about resentments and how 
we think that we're creating justice and we think that we're creating almost even a protection or a boundary by having these resentments and not being taken advantage of. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, is we know that when we don't forgive and when we hold resentments, the person who's truly suffering and paying for it is us. Yes. So there's a lot of different things. Ho'oponopono is one. I'm sorry, please forgive me. Thank you. I love you is this script. And then I like to do visualizations as a huge part of my healing. So sometimes I'll even just visualize that person being there and having a conversation with them and forgiving them saying this script or saying, I forgive you. I let you go. And that is a beautiful way for us to free up some space inside of ourselves and be able to invite more progress and healing and then visualization just by itself. There's so many different things that we can do with visualization, finding our happy place, going to this place that we've created in our minds and, and even having things come to me, like there's a marble bag in my pocket and I pull this out. And these are all the things I'm holding in, holding on to, And I dump it out in my hand and, and I see, okay, what, what's on, what's written on these stones or what's written on these marbles? Is this, is there something I'm ready to let go of? We can also check in with our bodies and find out where are we holding these emotions? What do they look like? Is there a color? Is there a texture? What part of our body? And we can envision divine beings and divine love coming in and helping us release those, let them go. Uh, There's so many beautiful things. Chakra tapping. I like to, um, this is one that's come to me. I haven't seen anyone else do, and, and it's connecting the chakras and letting them flow and communicate Mm. and get things stuck in our bodies when we, when we don't process them and, and look at them and have, uh, you know, these physical ways of moving drumming is another one. I made a, a healing drum and moving our bodies. There's, you know, sound healing. There's so many different beautiful things that we can do to honor and witness inner child work is another huge one that I love to do with my clients. So no, wow. You just have so much. I love that. And as a client, I know that when you're so good at sensing what's needed for your clients in each session with whatever you're talking about and using these different modalities. So I love that you have those for your own personal healing every day and then just knowing so well how to use them with your clients. That's so wonderful to have someone that knows all of these things so well. And that was so cool to just hear just different things there that you use and come bringing it back to tapping. Um, Something that stood out to me with just the healing process is trauma is kind of like a buzzword in the world right now. They're making sure like coaches are trauma informed. They want to make sure that people are staying in their scope of practice when dealing with trauma. And what would you say for people as this is coming up, if they are feeling like, okay, this was a pretty traumatic memory, like, and they're trying to do this kind of tapping on their own is tapping possible. If they go to like a practitioner, like you, like, would it be enough to help heal with something that is more heavy like that? That's a great question. Yes, it is. I have helped facilitate and hold space for a lot of clients who have very 
large traumatic experiences, deeply emotional and intense. And it's been really amazing to watch people move through it much more quickly than they have with other ways that they've tried to deal with it and process it. Mm -hmm. They found that EFT is gentle enough and extremely effective in getting their lives back, taking, taking back the power and, and letting go. And yeah, it's been a really beautiful experience to watch big and small. Yeah. I love that. And so I've asked you to guide us through a tapping session here on the podcast. So I want to do that next and give everyone listening a chance to kind of experience it finding an emotion they're dealing with and knowing like if it's a small one that you're safe to try to do this on your own, but giving the disclaimer that if it, this is a traumatic thing that I would save it till you are working with someone like Karina to be make sure you're being helped and not just triggering yourself, which that you can't handle. So this doing this guided here on the podcast, find something that you're feeling safe to explore by yourself. And if you're needing help with more, definitely reach out to Karina or someone you know that does tapping because I've experienced it. I know it works. So I will give that witness, but I, I really wanted my audience to have a chance to like experience this and see how possible it is to process your emotions physically and be okay and connect with your body that way, just with these points that we went over before, but Karina is going to now lead us in doing one together. Awesome. Okay. So again, we're just going to tune in for a moment and even maybe close your eyes. And if you'd like to place your hand over your heart and a hand over your stomach, create that safe space for yourself and allow yourself to feel safe to open up that part of your subconscious that's been holding on to this experience or memory, knowing that you can stop at any time, you can take a break at any time, and that this is all on your terms. This is all within your agency. And taking some nice deep breaths. and inviting love and safety and compassion into this space. And as this memory has surfaced for you, identifying the emotion attached to it and name it and rating the intensity of that emotion, zero to 10, 10 being the highest for you right now. It's perfectly normal for this number to go up or to go down. Typically when it goes up, we just haven't fully tuned into the full intensity initially of it. And when it goes up, we're tuning into that some more. And letting the number just be a way to gauge this doesn't, there's no pressure attached to this number. And starting at the karate chop point, side of your hand, even though I have this emotion from this memory, I deeply and completely love myself, accept myself. 
and forgive myself. And the top of your head, this emotion, and beginning point of eyebrows, this emotion, deep breath, and the end point of your eyebrow, this emotion. And sometimes even as we move down under the eyes, I like to say, I'm allowed to have this emotion. It's okay. I can feel however I want to feel. And under your nose, this emotion. Maybe even noticing this feels really hard, this emotion. And having compassion for yourself. On your chin, this emotion. And on your chest, this emotion. And this is just below your clavicle bone, about an inch. And under your arm, a few inches below your armpit, this emotion. And then as we come back to karate chop point, we may even want to check in and find out, has our number moved? If you have trouble identifying your number, just invite you to clear your mind and allow whatever number comes to your mind to be that number. Just trust that. Even though I still have this emotion, I deeply and completely love myself, accept myself and forgive myself. Top of the head. This emotion is still here and that's okay. I'm a human. This emotion has information. You can even ask yourself what what is the information I meant to gather from this? And beginning point of eyebrow, this emotion. Allow whatever messages come to you. And end point of eyebrows, this emotion. Deep breath. I'd like to breathe in through my nose and out through my throat. Kind of sigh it out under your eyes, tapping there. I have this emotion. Maybe you've been noticing, where is it in your body? Where are you holding it? Under your nose, tap in there. What color is it? What texture is it? And on your chin, tapping there. And you can even ask yourself, do I want to keep this? Do I want to keep all of it? I want to keep some of it? Tapping in your chest. This emotion maybe even noticing, okay, it's starting to reduce or maybe it's starting to get more intense and just witnessing that, holding space for that. And under your arm, this emotion. And sometimes if it's, if it's feeling a little stuck, I will bring in some other modalities that I do some other visualizations or we'll talk through it a little bit more. And I'll say, what's coming up for you? So I'll ask you that now, what's coming up for you? Notice that maybe it's shifting now, maybe it's shifting to a different memory or different aspect. Just knowing that our mind also kind of distracts us as, as well. So tuning into the wisdom of, am I just being distracted? Do I need to come back, pull myself back to this and finish this out or is it time to move on to these other ones? And that will help me collapse this original one. I'm getting into a little bit more advanced 
parts now, but some of the listeners might be familiar and may appreciate that as well. If it's too much, just let it go. And just remember the basics, those, those tapping points and that it's okay. If you don't get this perfect, it will still support you and help you. Yes. Thank you so much for leading that Karina. That it just kind of reminds me of meditation where I just feel like my mind relaxes and I just get out of my head. Our brains are always like so fast and your voice is so calming. I just feel like, oh, my heart rate went down just even following you in that. And it's just so good to just, I mean, the emotion I was using, it went from like a nine to a three to a one. I'll just give you that. Like, and I love when you said, just trust it, whatever number comes to your head is the number. And I was like, wow, that was so much. Like, how did it just go down so much? But I love, like you said, it's these acupuncture points that have been proven medically, like through science that your body responds. There's a reason that these spots are chosen. They're not just random. They like are actual spots in your body that correspond to these emotions and how your body is handling it. And you hear all the time that built like emotion that's just held on to does manifest physically. And so that's why processing it physically like this really does help you be okay. And it's not that you have to revisit the trauma. You have to think about the memory. You have to try to fix it or change the feeling. It's just feeling it physically like this. I just think it's so beautiful how, how this concept works. I'm grateful that this was found and created. And I'm so grateful that you do it because you have a gift for it. And you are very talented at guiding the person or people, all the people listening today and helping us to be okay with our emotions, to process them, to just work through it. And I hope everyone listening, and maybe it wasn't as dramatic as 931 like me, but that anyone listening did feel that that decrease in the intensity of the emotion by just simply tapping in these points that Karina guided us through. And it just, right now I'm feeling lighter. Is that a common reaction? I'm just feeling like, oh, my body just feels like lighter. I can breathe. It's so fascinating how quickly our bodies respond. Yes, that is the most common feedback that I've gotten. Really? Okay. <laughs> I feel like a burden has lifted off. Yes. I feel lighter. And the other thing I've really noticed long-term with my clients is that they are able to identify faster, process through things faster and in a healthier way as new things come as well. I love that. Yes. Going backwards, but we're also in the present holding that space in the present, allowing the information to come. And, and so then we can respond to what is happening in our lives in a way that we want to. Yes. And I love that so much because, you know, as a life coach, I'm all about that kind of work of like that the outside world does not control you. You control your world and you decide how you're going to handle it. And these kind of tools are so empowering in doing that and being able to be aware of emotions, process them and be ready when more emotions, being able to work with them quicker and be okay with that. And I think a lot of that has to do with this awareness and acceptance that you've helped us find today because it's not a problem if we have emotions, which sometimes our mind thinks it is our mind likes to react like 
we're close to death, even though it's just an emotion of fear or pride or shame, like we're in this state of survival when we're really not in threat of our lives at all. And so being aware like this helps you to respond like, oh, this is just an emotion. I'm okay. It's uncomfortable, but I'm going to work with it and I can create the experience I want, even with this emotion. Yes. And it's also such a cumulative experience in this life, right? And so when, when we address what's happened in the past, that that, you know, potentially negative accumulation has been dealt with. Therefore we can really move into creating. Yes. I love creating that. what we want, generating more of what we want instead of responding to the past all the time, we're coming more present yes. and, and then figuring out what do I want to believe? What do I want to experience? What do I want to create? Yes. I love that you just said that. Cause that's like the whole foundation of this podcast is be thriving is what you basically just described as how I define thriving of creating and having processed the past, being okay with it. You're in a state of creativity and generation and can do what you want to do and be who you want to be, which is thriving, which is what I hope to help everyone do every day in every aspect of their life with their children, with their husband, with themselves, with their business, with their life. And what you just described is that exactly. So thank you. I love that. I know you helped me thrive. (laughs) I, I learned so much from you and I love, I love following all that you do and, and learning from you directly as well. I just, I feel like what you teach is very important. Your gifts are very important. I'm glad that you're sharing them. Well, thank you, Karina. That was so wonderful. On a closing note, if anyone did want to reach out to you, what would be the best way to contact you? Yes. So on Instagram, I'm tapping with Karina. Same with YouTube, tapping with Karina. My emails, tapping with Karina. I should probably spell that T-A-P-P-I-N-G-W-I-T-H-K-A-R-I-N-A. So I'm tapping with Karina at gmail.com. So you can reach me, DM me. Yeah, um, that's great. And I totally endorse this. If you're feeling like this was what you need right now, please reach out to Karina and it will help you in your life that you can thrive. Like we just said, and that was a beautiful way to end this wonderful time talking with you today, Karina. Thank you so much for being with us today. And thank you to all for listening. And I will talk to you again next week. Thank you, Aubin. If you found today's episode helpful, then you would love to join the Ambitious Women's Mastermind. Karina was actually the first guest speaker in February, and every fourth week is the wild card, and different people are asked to come. We receive different teachings and things to help you to really thrive in your business as a woman. I'm already lining up new people to come in April and May, and if you like this experience of hearing different modalities and things that people teach to help you really be your best self and thrive, you will love this mastermind. It is so many facets of what you need as a woman working in a business. Not only are there guest speakers on the fourth week, but there's also accountability the first week so that we all know what everyone's working on in their business and helping one another. There's teaching from me every second week. 
And on the third week, there's deep transformational coaching from me to really help find what's blocking you and set you free in creating the business you want today. This is all a part of the group, but the best part is that there's a group of other women that give you support and that you get to know and find this anchor in your business to help you have the power of being a woman and really stepping into your power and feminine energy to make your business work. This mastermind is not always open to join. It opens every other month and in fact is opening this week on March 29th through March 31st to join starting in April. This will change your business and life. And it's not just investing in your business, but in your future and you. So if this interests you in learning more, you can go to my profile on Instagram at Aubin Palmer Coaching, and there will be places to sign up in my stories and in my bio. And you can also email me at Aubin at AubinPalmerCoaching.com. And I will get you all the information so that you can sign up and change the rest of your life with this business move. We'll see you there.